For my own part, I reckon being ill as one of the great pleasures of life, provided one is not too ill and is not obliged to work till one is better. Hello and welcome to episode 299 of Under the Cull of ML. Um, of MS. This is a Wellness Wednesday episode. We're just going to talk about some health stuff. And we're going to start out talking. I was trying to figure out what my next thing is going to be here. I did my 30-day sugar flush. That didn't go that great. I didn't really notice any effects from it. Overall, maybe a little less goutish type issues and pains in like the heels and foot and stuff. But other than that, no real noticeable effect from it. So my next one will probably be either like dairy or gluten or maybe just do a big intermittent fast run to try and get a couple full 48-hour type fastings in or something like that. We'll see. I haven't decided, but I'm going to definitely wait till the holidays are over. Finish off the rest of the year and out. I at least got that month in me. And then I'll, I'm will i going to stick with trying to keep doing my intermittent fasting most days. I'm uh, working on some stuff right now that makes it kind of hard to do it in the morning. Because I have to take something in the morning, so I'm going to get through that over the next week and then get back to my normal uh, 16 to 20 hour fasting days and hopefully get a couple longer ones and beyond that, but we will see. Uh, but gluten-free is one of the things I was considering. So let's look into gluten-free a little bit, see if it's something I even want to tackle or not. Basically, to follow a gluten-free diet, you got to avoid wheat and some other grains while choosing sub- substitutes that provide nutrients for a healthy diet. A gluten-free diet is an eating plan that excludes foods containing gluten. Gluten is a protein found in whey, barley, rye, triticale, a cross between wheat and rye. A gluten-free diet is essential for managing signs and symptoms of celiac disease and other medical conditions associated with gluten. A gluten-free diet is also popular among people who haven't been diagnosed with a gluten-related medical condition. The claimed benefits of the diet are improved health, weight loss, and increased energy, but more research is needed, of course. Uh, celiac disease is a condition in which gluten triggers immune system activity that damages the lining of the small intestine. Over time, this damage prevents the absorption of nutrients from food. Celiac disease is an autoimmune disorder. Non-celiac gluten sensitivity causes some signs of symptoms associated with celiac disease including abdominal pain, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, foggy brain, rash or headache, even though there is no damage to the tissues of the small intestines. Studies show that the immune system plays a role, but the process isn't well understood. And it's like, I don't really have any of those issues. So I don't 
know if I have a gluten intolerance or not. I, not really sure, but there are other great ways to fill in. They've come out with some pretty good stuff lately. Uh, glutenaxia or glutenataxia. An autoimmune disorder affects certain nerve tissues and causes problems with muscle control and voluntary muscle movement. Which that I can I have sometimes, but I consider it more MS related. Wheat allergy, like other food allergies, is the result of the immune system mistaking gluten or some other protein found in wheat as a disease-causing agent, such as a virus or a bacterium. The immune system creates an antibody to the protein, prompting an immune system response that may result in congestion, breathing difficulties, and other symptoms. Basically, following a gluten-free diet requires paying careful attention to food selections, the ingredients found in foods, and their nutritional content. Some fresh foods you would be allowed on a gluten-free diet would be fruits and vegetables, beans, seeds, legumes, and nuts in their natural unprocessed forms. Eggs, lean, non-processed meats, fish, and poultry. Most low-fat dairy products. Uh, Grains, starches, or flours that can be part of a gluten-free diet include amaranth, arrowroot, buckwheat, corn, cornmeal, grits, polenta, that's labeled gluten-free, Flax, gluten-free flours like rice, soy, corn, potato, and bean flours. Hominy, corn. Uh, Millet, quinoa. Rice, including wild rice. Sorghum, soy, tapioca, cassava root. And teff, T-E-F-F. Grains that are not allowed. Avoid all foods and drinks containing the following. Wheat, barley, rye, triticale, a cross between wheat and rye, oats in some cases. While oats are naturally gluten-free, they may be contaminated during production with wheat, barley, or rye. So oats and oat products Labeled gluten-free have not been cross-contaminated. Some people with celiac disease, however, cannot tolerate the gluten-free labeled oats either. Some terms you should know if you're going on a gluten-free diet. Uh, There's a variety of different wheats, all of which contain wheat gluten. They're maybe known as durum. Einkorn, emmer, kamut, and spelt. Wheat flours have different names based on how the wheat is milled or the flour is processed. All of the following flours have gluten. Enriched flour with added vitamins and minerals. Farina, which is milled wheat usually used in hot cereals. Gram flour, a coarse whole wheat flour. 
self-rising flower, also called phosphate flower, and semolina, the part of the milled wheat used in pasta and couscous. Gluten-free food labels. Foods that are labeled gluten-free, according to U.S. Food and Drug Administration rules, must have fewer than 20 parts per million of gluten. So they don't have to be gluten-free. It's got to be low on gluten. Foods with these labels may include naturally gluten-free foods, a prepared food that doesn't have a gluten-containing ingredient, food that has not been cross-contaminated with gluten-containing ingredients during production, and food with a gluten-containing ingredient that has been processed to remove gluten. Uh, alcoholic beverages made from naturally gluten-free ingredients, such as grapes or juniper berries, can be labeled gluten-free. An alcohol beverage made from a gluten-containing grain, like wheat, barley, rye, and hybrid grains, uh, such as triticale, can carry a label stating the beverage was processed, treated, or crafted to remove gluten. However, the label must state that gluten content cannot be determined and the beverage may contain some gluten. These beverages may not be labeled gluten-free. Processed foods avoid the following foods unless they're labeled as gluten-free or made with corn, rice, soy, or other gluten-free grain, I think. Stuff made with corn isn't good for you either, but that's just my opinion. Uh, Beer, ale, porter, stout, usually contain barley. Breads, bulgur wheat, cakes and pies, candies, cereals, communion wafers, uh, cookies and crackers, croutons, french fries, it's like, I want to see someone go up in church, get their communion wafer, and say, can I get a gluten-free one? <laughs> uh, French fries, gravies, imitation meat or seafood, malt, malt flavoring, and other malt products like barley, uh, matzo. I got a box of some matzo ball mix I wanted to try. Uh, pastas hot dogs and processed lunch meats, salad dressings, sauces, including soy sauce, wheat, uh, seasoned rice mixes, seasoned snack foods such as potato and tortilla chips, self-basting poultry, soups, bullion, or soup mixes, vegetables and sauce, Oh, prescription and over-the-counter medications may use wheat gluten as a binding agent. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist about the drugs you're taking. Dietary supplements that contain wheat gluten must have wheat stated on the label. Uh, Preparations at home and how to avoid gluten-containing food when you eat out. Store gluten-free and gluten-containing foods in different places. Keep cooking surfaces and food storage areas clean. Wash dishes and cooking equipment thoroughly. 
toast bread in the oven or consider separate toasters to avoid cross-contamination. Read restaurant menus online ahead of time if possible to be sure that there are options for you. Eat out early or late when a restaurant is less busy and better able to address your needs. And some good things you might get a a gluten-free diet is weight loss, overall improved health, improved gastrointestinal health, improved athletic performance. Some risks are whole grain breads and other products are natural or enriched sources of the following, like iron, calcium, fiber, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, and folate. So therefore, following a gluten-free diet will likely change your nutrient intake. So you might want to keep an eye on your nutrient levels and adjust accordingly with supplements or whatever you need to. But yeah, I don't know if gluten-free, I don't know, I could try it out. It's pretty basic. It's pretty, seems pretty easy as far as things you can play with and ways to change recipes around to make things that are non-gluten to replace the gluten items. So that's a good thing to take into consideration. I might try that, but we'll see. I like my intermittent fasting the most out of all my things. So I don't see no major issues from things I've intake so far other than some inflammation issues and those things I can adjust accordingly. But It takes a long time to readjust your body each time to try and find out what things are affecting you in which ways. So definitely look into them. Let's see, some foods that can help you heal. Of course, leafy green vegetables. Eggs are good for you. Get your vitamins A and B12, zinc. Salmon is a great fish. Lots of great nutrients. Your berries, blueberries especially, are powerful. Superfoods, your nuts and seeds poultry, staying away from the red meats, organ meats, eat your liver kitties, liver and onions, nice and simple, just fry it up, add the livers, it'll melt in your mouth if it's done right, cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower, broccoli, brussels, sprouts, kale, shellfish, and all these we pretty much just talked about not long ago. Sweet potatoes. Just a lot of those things are good for you. Back off on the alcohol. Get some exercise in your life. Keep yourself a little happier. Happy, healthy life can benefit your mind and body. And you can still have fun once in a while. Just not all the time. Let's see, black seed oil. Black seed oil. Nigella sativa is a small flowering shrub with purple or white tinged flowers that grows in Eastern Europe, the Middle East, and Western Asia. While it may look unsuspecting, the shrub produces fruits that have tiny black seeds. 
These black seeds have been used in remedies for thousands of years. Chia seeds are tiny black seeds. Let's see. Some additional names for black seed oil include black caraway, black cumin, black onion seed, and kelanji. The benefits of black seed oil. It can reduce high blood pressure. It can reduce high cholesterol, improve rheumatoid arthritis, decrease asthma symptoms with its anti-inflammatory benefits, reducing stomach upset. And by eating the black seeds or taking black seed oil can help with stomach pains and cramps. Portions of black seed oil known as thymoquinone and other seed potions were able to reduce the growth of tumors in lab rats. So it can't hurt to have it in your system. Black seed oil has several applications and benefits for skin conditions like acne, uh, hydrating hair, psoriasis, softening skin, wound healing. It's black seed oil shouldn't replace prescription treatments that a doctor may give you, but it may have some beauty benefits that can help you. It's possible that black seed oil can increase the effects of medicines that the body processes through the cytochrome P450 pathway. Enzymes in this pathway metabolize 90% of the common medications. Examples of common medications can include beta blockers such as metoprolol, lepressor, and the blood thinner warfarin, comodin. If you take any prescription medications regularly, talk to your doctor before starting to take black seed oil. You should stop taking any regular medications without talking to your doctor, or you shouldn't stop taking any regular medications without talking to your doctor first. Black seed oil can be helpful to liver function, but taking too much black seed oil can also be harmful to your liver and kidneys, so... Definitely keep an eye on the amounts that you're using. Look into what's beneficial. If you're looking to expand your palate, you can incorporate black seeds into your dishes. Suggestions on foods to add black seeds to include toasted and sprinkled on flatbreads like naan. Toasted and sprinkled over bagels and biscuits. Added to soups, curries, and stir fries or grinding them and mixing them with other seasonings like mustard, fennel, and cumin seeds. You can also purchase black seed oil at most health, health stores and pharmacies. It's often packaged in a capsules for daily consumption. It's also sold as an oil that can be applied to the skin and hair or taken by the spoonful. So yeah, try out some black seed oil stuff. See if you can get some benefits from it. See if it's helpful for to you for you at all. 
Let's finish off with some heart healthy snacks and drinks. And we probably just talked about these not long ago. Also, you got your matcha tea, M-A-T-C-H-A tea. Uh, sardines packed in olive oil. Yuck. Walnut and tart cherry trail mix. Because that's a better way than doing the tart cherry juice. Because tart cherry juice has a lot of sugar in it for some reason. Stuff that I find. Rainbow charred hummus wraps. I've done Swiss chard. Not in a hummus wrap. Coffee smoothie. (laughs) Chocolate chia peanut butter bites. Those kind of sound good. Yeah, papaya boats. Scoop out the papaya. Fill it with some healthy fruits or whatever. Cacao hot chocolate. Cacao is your pure pure form of cocoa. That's generally less processed and more nutrient dense and better for you than just a straight up chocolate bar. And they say you can take make a nutritious hot chocolate beverage without high amounts of sugar added sugars um, just add one tablespoon of co- one tablespoon of, I can't stop bourbon one tablespoon of cacao powder to a mug of hot milk of your your choice oh, now I got the hiccups <laughs> top with a sprinkle of cinnamon and sweeten with a bit of honey or maple syrup. They have lots of other recipes you can find online. Rosemary and turmeric spiced nuts. It's a way to get your rosemary and turmeric. All those nuts with that on it could be pretty potent. Uh, beet, chickpea, and avocado salad. A roasted broccoli quinoa salad kale and sweet potato egg cups those are nice making those little cups in your muffin pans sit there and spray non-stick spray on them put the egg in there you can chop up dice up some veggies and some greens and throw them on there throw it in the oven let them cook and then they just pop the little egg cups out and you got yourself little egg munchies hibiscus tea It's a tart drink made from flowers of hibiscus plant. It's showing to have blood pressure and cholesterol lowering properties. A salmon salad. That would be good. Coconut and pomegranate chia seed pudding with your salmon salad. Uh, crisp up the skin and then you crush up the skin and sprinkle it on top of your salad. Give yourself a little crunch. And all those extra vitamins and minerals but coconut and pomegranate chia seed pudding that sounds good artichoke dip and red pepper sticks tomato feta and white bean salad not a fan of feta cheese 
citrus water. Just add some citrus fruit to your water. can help you add some cucumber slices too. That's an extra benefit. But basically your heart depends on proper nutrition for optimal functioning. Following a healthy diet rich in nutrient-dense foods is essential for keeping your cardiovascular system in top shape. Choosing snacks that contain healthy fats, protein, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants that are known to support the heart is an excellent way to care for your overall health. Try adding a few of the snacks that we just talked about in your weekly menu for a delicious way to take care of your heart. All right, it was a quick one today. Went kind of short, sweet, simple. Got a lot happening this week, so figure get it out of the way. Just a little bit of information. Some more interesting things we can try out. A look at the gluten-free aspects of a diet. Some healthy foods that we can add into our gluten-free diet. But yeah, check those things out. Be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else. We'll get back to you again soon. Take care. Keep the monster away. And we'll get back to you at another day.